Um, this morning is the beginning of our week-long teaching. And I want you to prepare your heart as we start. But as we start this morning, I want us to pray. Eternal God, we thank you this morning because indeed you are eternal. It is a privilege for men to stand before you. Who are we, Lord, to even dare praise you, if not because you've given us strength to do so? Because we were once dead in sin and trespasses. Lord, you quickened us with your love and your mercy. That's why we, today we have hope to stand in you as a sanctified. We approach your word today, Lord, reverently. Help us see you through your word. Anoint our ears. Make our hearts ready and be able to receive your word. We praise you today, Lord. Because you accomplished that which is in your heart. Lord, until this morning I yield myself. I don't want to be seen. But I want men to see you. Lord, help me point men to you. As your word is preached today. And let the impact that you intend for your word to have in your people's life. Let it happen this morning. Lord, tonight as your word is preached, O oh God, let your power accompany it. The power to heal, the power to bless, the power to deliver. Let it accompany your word this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Someone say a big amen this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, in the course of my of my, I don't want to call it, is it retreat now? Uh, I had time to spend with the Lord without the interference uh, of children or people. I did my best to lock myself out and people could not even reach me uh, because I just wanted time with the Lord. And in those times, the Lord began to speak to my heart. And to me, the things he was saying to me were new, strange, but exciting in my spirit. And part of the reason we are having this teaching in this week, and by the way, the church at Oba is one year old. And um, we'll be having this teaching for this week. So this is the, the anniversary week in that sense. So we're having seven days of glory in the world. No guest artists, no musicians, no comedians, uh, but the word of God. Um, the purpose of this teaching 
in this days is not to to show you anything other than to help strengthen and establish your faith because to God and in any case to you also what should be of utmost importance to you in this life is your faith in him you know Jesus did not come to excite men rather actually he came to destroy everything man has built imagine Jesus entering the temple and scattering it with king that's our Jesus, our Lord. He didn't come to someone and say, Hey, baby, your, 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 your best days are yet ahead. Your, your glorious moments are yet to come. Your stars are, your stars are shining ahead of you. Nothing, not which can stop you. No, he didn't say those things. But he came to show men and rescue them from the power of death. The thing he, he came to do is to rescue men from death. And he accomplished that through death. And you as a child of God must come to terms with that. And I believe by the studying of the word, in these things, these things shall be made clearer. And made stronger in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. The second purpose for these teachings is to help you love all that is God. To help you love God more. Because I discovered that the more you know who God is and know what he has done for you. And know where you were and what he has done. Then you love him more. The one that says to whom, whom much is forgiven. He loveth more. Not much is required. To whom, whom much, if you forgive him, would love more. He was talking in respect to Mary Magdalene. That she was forgiven much. Allow her. Because he's showing more. Sometimes we think that we are we are righteous people. We are good men. We are um, I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy in comparison to, to my friends. No one is good. No one can be justified by the things you've done if not because of the divine intervention of God. For all our righteousness, they are like filthy rags before the Lord. So no matter where you've come from, it is the mercy of God that has qualified you to be in the beloved and be saved. And so, I, I'm going to trust God that in the course of this, your love for God will work strong for his word, for his people, for his church, and for his work, even if it means great persecution. Because now you will know exactly what he expects of you as a child of God. In the course of this teaching, I'm going to be trusting the Lord that we're going to touch 
um, topics like Christology. Who is Christ? You know, I've been I've been studying so deeply lately. Actually, I didn't really know that I could write. Uh, but after that retreat, I just began, I, I began to write. Uh, this morning, at least, I've, I've written 10 pages of my sermon and I tend to read them. How many of you know that Charles John used to read his sermon? John Wesley, all the, 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 the people that God used mightily in the early part of the 18th and the 19th centuries, they write their sermons. People come to church to learn. They come to church to want to know some deep things about God. So it's not, it's not, it's not, it, it wasn't an emotional time. But to me in our day, I'm so shocked that we're given to so much emotionalism. When a man goes preaching, all his playing keyboard. In the days of 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 and because I'm coming, the keyboard do. Huh? So the keyboard do talks. It becomes like a song. How far are we? I'm not talking about this morning. Men love that. And once that happening, people start dancing. They're not dancing of the spirit. It's flesh. But this morning, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to a point where God is bringing us back. And thank God, he wants to start with us. They no longer him even unto the death. The gospel of Christ is not a gospel of convenience. It's of sacrifice. In fact, George, the reason today that the church of God is not being persecuted in Nigeria is because we aren't preaching the gospel and we aren't living it. The day we start living like Christians, he starts. We are blended. Forget to see the say, um, uh, the president who died is a lie. They know how to meet, to resolve it. Saying, if we don't see, they will say we didn't talk. Let's talk so that they say we are, we are fighting you. But when we truly stand for Christ, it will be like Ahab and Elijah. It says your 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 father's house. And Jesus said, if heaven is heaven, by this time tomorrow your head will be on the ground. And man of God took to his heels. Have you had any verses? They know where I am. They can't come. No, it's because there's, there's an agreement. You won't believe it. But what is your own role in the kingdom? What is God? Plan for the church. I don't want any of you to be afraid of what you eat or what you drink. When the church starts focusing on that, they will lose God. You know. 
when Jesus says, take no thought for your life. And then when you start doing program because of thought for your life, you see, it, it, that means you are actually in active disobedience. Some river. And then you do that same program, you say, the next program is um, taking everything the enemy has stolen. Okay, how, how many know that there's such programs? I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Jesus is wondering. Really? And then they are coming to pray to Jesus. They will say, I'm what if you pray this prayer to me. And they are praying, you know what you want to do? He will leave them alone. Why? He has told us in his word, take no thought for your life, what you eat, what you drink, or what you wear. For, for the heathen are actually pursuing this. So when you find people pursuing it, maybe they are heathens. In the church. When the day is not about knowing God more. Paul keeps saying that I may know him. I've learned both to abound and to what? Now this is the almighty apostle Paul. So that you don't have plenty of money. It's only a sign that you are not a good Christian. And that you have plenty of money. It's only a sign that God approves of you. So what is ultimately important is your knowledge of him. Paul kept saying that, that, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know, you might be filled with knowledge of God. And I believe in this time, these are the things that we will, will look at and build ourselves up in. Philippians chapter 4. I start this morning, and by the way, I'm going to do some reading this morning, and then um, when it comes to dates of the events that I've written here, um, uh, I took those dates and those times from a book that I've studied, now I've read many books, some, no, I've not read all of them, there are books on church history, some 800 pages, some 100 pages, you can't, but... I'll give you what is important for us to know this morning so we know exactly the things of God. The theme of this week is rediscovering the ancient parts. Finding the ancient parts. Going back to the Bible so we can trace our origin and our ancestry rightly. And I'm going to be showing you a few things in church history to let you know that there have been so much trouble down the ages. So much that if you know the, the, the theological leaning of some people that you are following, you will cease following them. So much so that if you know the, 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 the beliefs of some of some of some great people in the faith actually you will you will cease following them because of the of, of the knowledge of God in the world. There have been so many fights, so many arguments, 
so many positions in the last 2,000 years. Such that if you are not careful, what has come down to you might be an error of man's judgment. But this morning I want to let you see so that we can we can we can really grow. I find like nowadays there's no there's no more desire to study and, and gain knowledge of God. And the Bible says study to show yourselves approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing word, the word of truth. Philippians 4, verse 9, Paul writing, saying, If you're there, please, sir, you can read for us. Read verse 9, Philippians 4. Okay. Those things, those things you have both learned, both learned and, received, and received and heard and heard. And seen in now, me. hold on. I like the word first, learned. How many things have you learned as a Christian? You know, in the last one year, what have you really learned? So, as you learned. Now, to learn, it means you must be a pupil. And to learn, you must, you must have a teacher. Not an entertainer. Not a noisemaker. Not someone who doesn't know what he's saying. Now, Paul said to Timothy, I'm to the church in Philippi, the things you've heard of me and what I've learned, go on. That's received. You've received and heard and heard and seen in me and seen in me. Do do the things you've learned. Received. You've received. You've heard. Seen in me. Do. Second Thessalonians chapter number two. Read for me from verse thirteen through seventeen this morning as I build up. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you. We are bound to give thanks always to God for you. Brethren, beloved of the Lord. Of the Lord. Because God has from the beginning chosen you. Hold on, I love this. God has from the beginning chosen you. That means you have been chosen. It's not at the time you got saved. It was from the beginning. Mm, I'm, I'm going to be saying some things that, that will, will make you rejoice in God. Sometimes we make you ask some questions. Always, we always make you feel that God is unjust too. But I come to learn that your little brain can determine God's 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 righteousness. So it says, "Your being saved is actually from when? From the beginning. Go on, sir." From the beginning chosen you to salvation. To salvation. Now hold on. That means he chose you to salvation from where? From the beginning. Someone say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It, 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 means, it, it means he chose you. It means, it means I was chosen from the beginning. Before life ever came in me, I was chosen. He told Jeremiah, he said, before I formed thee, I knew thee. So actually, I'm a beloved of God. No, no, John said, he says, for what manner of love the Father has, what? has bestowed on us that we should be called the sons of God. He says, now are ye, not they, ye. 
because of the love of God for you. That means God has vested a special interest and love for you. The word of God says so. But read down. Salvation through sanctification yes, of, the spirit of the spirit and believe, and believe of, the truth. of the truth. Go on. Okay. Whereunto Where he called you by a gospel. Now, he called you by a gospel, yes. Though he has chosen you from the beginning, but actually he called you now by the gospel. So when the gospel came to you and you received the gospel, it wasn't because of how good or how strong you are. It was a response to the call he had already from the beginning. I follow me, sir. Okay. Read down this morning. Well, so you by a gospel. By a gospel. To the obtaining of the glory of, of the now to obtain the glory of our Lord Jesus, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Therefore, Therefore, brethren, 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 stand fast. Stand fast. And all the trans now, hold on. Let's go to run that scripture. Yeah. So I say stand fast. Stand fast. So much of say stand fast. Stand fast. And hold to the traditions, or rather, hold to the way of life. Yes, sir. Read on. Which ye have been taught. Hold on now. That means you cannot know that way of life if you've not been taught. Now it means that Paul was actually a teacher. That means Jesus actually taught. Now really, he taught more. But do you know that Today, the way we've been wired by those that 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 we saw the faith from, we've not been wired to love to be taught. Do you know some people will come to church after 30 minutes, they're already shaking. They're already restless because it's getting too long. And there's nothing to to to, to feel that moment. So in the case of feeling the moment, we have a special number. To feel that moment, we have something special to to wake them up again, to, to, to get them um 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 uh, is that what? Uh, to, 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 to to awaken them again. So you so we have some so when you draw programs for meetings, you think no. Sometimes you come to church, there's nothing you teach from morning till you know you teach church. You know the reason I bring that. Read down, sir. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and all the traditions yes. which you have been taught. You have been taught. Whether by word, by word or our epistle. Our epistle. I love that. I'm going to study this morning. So we are meant to be taught by word and by epistle. And what epistle there is the word letter. I will say this this morning that the theology and doctrine or the teaching of Christ and the apostles if you study the Bible always led to a desire for the pursuit of God. When you study, you see, when you begin to study the word of God personally, you discover that your desire for the pursuit of God increases. So when you look at the Bible and examine 
critically the teachings of Jesus and the teachings of the apostles, it always engenders desire for righteousness, for sanctification, and the pursuit of God. So if the message and the word that is being preached today is not engendering sanctification, is not bringing out the pursuit of righteousness and the pursuit of God, then it's not God. Are you with me this morning, folks? The church at this time, we're all, blessings, does a line play, we're, we're, we're all doing everything they can but the preaching of the word. And you see, if we are in the same church where the same word is done, if the same impact is not being felt, it means something is wrong along the line. Are you, are you following me, sir? Now, when the word was preached, actually, the word separated the believing from non believing. The word was not accommodating. Sorry for me, sir. When Jesus preached, he didn't preach an accommodating gospel. You know, one day he was preaching in John 6. He said, I am the bread of life. He that eateth me had life. My, 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 my body is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. And he was speaking about his, his death and his word. His and, then, and, then, and then when they had it, when they had it, they said, and what this Bible says, many of his what? <sighs> Somebody do me is angry. Because are you listening? In fact, when they left, he rejoiced. They left. You know why? They had no part in it from the beginning. We are trying to bring people who have no part in this matter because we are trying to grease our ego that we have a 10,000 capacity membership. Have you asked how many who have when when church of Jesus Christ? Ma, many of the disciples did what? They left him. So this this teaching is too hard. So was it hard? So was it hard? No, it's now get my word. Get out of him. You are saying hard. No, what says it's not hard. It's too hard. It means if the teaching is not too hard, most likely it's not his own. Because his own is hard. If the teaching is not pointing to your sin, if it's not choking you, if it's not, not took you to go reflect, if it's always go on, go on. And you know your heart that you are a sinner. You, you know that I'm not fully God. You know. But this church is, is not, it's not helping me. Well, in fact, I won't like them because we are to that church is leading you to condemnation and damnation. If the message tell me he's not hard, if he's telling you, you know, oh, I was studying. Oh, I'm probably using so much great terms, but don't bother. I won't use so much of them because you know, today they are gay, 
there there are people who are theologians who are and who are pushing in, in America that 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 Jesus actually is not a man; he's a woman. That don't make Jesus look like a. You know, I'm not talking. And they have churches, and they are and, and they are in the Pentecostal or evangelical setting. So this Jesus actually might not really be a man. And so the gays should be now they call it the queer group Q Q U E E R. So today there's a place. If if you don't do, you go enter here. This man is so it's too much. Let's go. Thank God you are going. If you leave actually, you are not meant to be there in the issue. And when they left him, he turned to his own now. Mind the word. He says, many of the disciples. That means they be following him all this while. We thought they are Christians. We thought they are following him. We thought they were cutting the word. But guess what? You know what he said? He turned to John says, Which one also leave? That means was not afraid if anybody leaves. Now the issue is that you know why they will leave it's not because he raped their daughter, it's not because he stole their money, alright? It's not because he's eyeing their children, alright? It's not because the father has captured one girl and then and then and then and then and then come to you know. I'm so happy friend. If father wants to marry her, he said they should go and for him down. They will go and meet at Akpata where no partition and knows. She has someone. Every time, he no, he's, he's, he's afraid. Any time the boy comes home, he says, Father, this guy will come with the child. The head of that boy and the head of his father. The ear. He's just like, just like, because the because one begin now. Say, oh, is he going school? But when he comes, true of us, true. And they will come and tell you the only thing to God is celibacy. If you sin, come and confess to me, and you are confessing to me. They call it all the color confession. Father, please pray for me. I sin. I I I I, I, I see small sin, and bless you. The devil is blessing you. The worry. Now I'm coming. So because because the reason I'm going to teach this morning on church history, so that we see what has happened to the world. He says, hold on to the truth that you've been taught. So if the word is not pinching you, it's not God. For God will always convict you and bring the part of what? Righteousness. When they preach in the days, it created a hunger for God. Paul said that I may know him. You know, I've had in church where I pardon for the saying that. Pastor, you're always talking about what, what, what? Is the only word that you should be saying, George? Are there other things we can do? You want to ask him one thing? He said, just like enjoy ourselves now. Let's go and play. So imagine I was a poor finish someone. I said, okay, guys, let's go play basketball. No, think through it. And then Jesus finished preaching. And I said, guys, let's go club. So the reason this they are thinking this way because they don't they've not been taught the patterns of the world and in this week i am trusting the lord to help us it sent people desiring and hungry to do the will and the work of god it 
people the fear of God and the things of God. The preaching always set their hearts on heaven and heavenly things. Sounds amen. amen. Always. You know, in, in the last one, two weeks, it was God that actually I don't have enough time to myself. There's too much to study. I don't know what I said. I said, actually, if you're really fully God, you don't have time for praise. So we don't have time in this church to do, you know, somebody I met my wife. Thank God they didn't call me. They just finished four Sundays of abundance. Someone say four Sundays. That's four weeks. That pastor didn't preach. He will bring many, many men of God ministry. There are about eight men of God. Do you know today when you see men of God plenty in the post time, you say, wow, heaven will come down here. To you, it's a sign that that church actually, they have made it. The first time your mind say, wow, this church, it's a strong church. I'm going to use Paul invite ministers to join him to, to teach to the Colossae. He told him what he says, you have known too much of my feet. He says, thou hast known from whom you have learned these things. That means you know me that I'm not just a talker, I'm a doer of the things I preach. So the hallmark of a true minister is not on what he says, it's what he's doing. So he sets men thinking about heaven. Ma, are you following me, ma? So you don't get a pastor. Pastor is not just even giving us money. He's not even coming to our house. He's not doing. How many people houses will Paul go to? I thought he goes from house to house. He gave out to his own house. People have to visit him because he, he too is down. <laughs> when he finished roaming the whole house, I come to his house. I say, I, ro- I drove to your house. When I finish the whole thing, you call me, say, Pastor, how you doing? Say, I know they I know find peace. So everybody I've been to, when we come about this one, so it will be too much. <laughs> but it needed time to stay with the word of God. And he kept preaching. And guess what? Their sermons always turns people out. Has her towards what? Heaven and heavenly things. Jesus said, Lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth. You know, sometimes when I hear people preach, it seems like they are they are more righteous than God. Lay not up for yourselves treasure where on the earth, where peace will break in, where more will come. It says, "But lay up for yourselves where treasures in heaven." What was he doing? He was pointing. He says, "The ultimate place where I've come to point your attention to is not here, is there?" So the message is not pointing you there. It's not his. It might look like his. It might resemble it. But it's not. Paul said in Acts 20. Verse 28. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid now. That after my departure. Shall many wolves come in. And, and, and not spare the flock. They will come in devouring everything. Scattering this message. Preaching to you what they want to say. He said, in fact, some from your own selves, some from your own selves shall rise and start speaking perverse things. So the problem of church history, cosmos, didn't start 
actually began from the days of the apostles. Why? Because people never love what we call their unrighteousness to light. People always want to say with what they believed in years ago. When somebody else comes to upon their sense of reasoning, they feel it's an attack on their ego, attack on their on their personality, and therefore they stay put even if it leads to death. So even people from the church rose up and began to speak what? So if something is perverse, this is something away from the truth. And so this morning, I want us to, to praise up together and begin to look to the things of God. One thing I want to say before I go on is that their, their teaching, their theology led to true worship. People understood the dichotomy of the flesh and the spirit. Even when they didn't come to that full comprehension, they understood by the doctrine the right way to worship. For we are the circumcision that worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And we have no confidence in the flesh. The flesh can mean keyboard. The flesh can mean drum. Do you know there was no instrument in the church throughout until around 1860 in America? <laughs> Somebody brought one trouble foam in the church. That was the first time a musical equipment we brought to church. It, it wasn't at the beginning. It started in 1864 in America. In fact, when they went to church, one, one, one man had the name, I'm going to tell you, and a woman, they stole the trouble from the window. But they pursued them but by themselves. They returned it back. From the beginning, there was no keyboard in church. So how did they worship? What were they doing? To them, what was worship to them? Has it changed? This morning, I want to say this word. It can start raising questions in your heart. Because it's because of the song. That's why you find today in church so much competition. You bring drunkards to church to play because, because it must look like a church. So to look like a church, there's, 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 there's something defined set in your mind. But little did you know that that didn't start in 1864. But from the beginning, it wasn't so. We, as we start in this series, I want to listen carefully. My purpose is not to, to talk down on anyone, but to just show you the truth of the world and let you know that there will be so much arguments even in the days of Paul. Men were opposing the truth. And Paul says, I know even from the church who arise. And thank God he didn't say those who arise will overcome. He says, I know the truth of God will remain. And that's why he kept encouraging Timothy and Titus and others Stay strong. Insist on the truth. If it is to rebuke, rebuke men. If it is to call their name, call their names. See the Bible. Because this truth of God is what? Is precious. This is the only thing that can save. You can't add to it. You can't remove from it. 
But if you go for evangelism, what do you say then now to people to get saved? I mean, like, if you go evangelism, some, 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 some who is a time of battle. What it says actually, actually six more more to hell because there's no gospel in it. But imagine people under Paul. Wouldn't they know what the gospel means? But this morning, I don't need polycap, origin, or gospel of Hebrew. And then shows of, 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 of Alexander to tell me what the gospel is. I don't know if it seems strange to you. But what is Dibanj? Even though you don't follow him, but you know who Dibanj is. Ah, Dibanj. Ah, Dibanj. Ah, Two-Face. He's Two-Face. I'm not Two-Face. <laughs> hey, 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 Ah, Davido. Tell me yours, your order. Which one? Whiskey. Ah, it's a whiskey. It's a whiskey. By the way, say, he licked my whiskey. <laughs> You know, I, I was told in churches, reading. I found out that in some years, in the 1400s, people in church used to hold placard and protest that no, that scripture that you are teaching in this is wrong. So there's this strict protest on, in church that no, you can't wrongly interpret. I'm telling you, I say, ah. People protest with placard on Bible that no, that Bible you read is not so. And it, they won't say judge. So Anglicans will take placard to Catholic and stay there. They say that like Catholic will have placard. I'm not talking. Now, when it gets worse, they will say same. Popes killed people like die. It's history. You can read it. Just go how people the Pope killed. You know why they're killing? Because of the authority that they don't want anybody to contest. And it's in this context that we are we are given the ways of life. We are told how to be saved. How can someone who is not saved teach us how to be saved? And that's why we have to trace back our roots. In any case, spiritually. You know, sometimes people can be forcefully taken from their homes. And it's no fault of theirs. And today they can't retrace their ancestry anymore. Like those who were taken in slave, slavery 400 years ago. It's all, it's all the fault of their parents. But today they are trying to trace back where they are. So they will go and do DNA. Thank God it's just this DNA began recently. Thank God there's an eternal DNA in the word of God. Someone say amen this morning. So they will check. Some will say, some will say they are from the east. Some will say they are from Gabon. I won't mention anybody's name, but you know the stories. They will trace the ancestry. Some say to Ube. In fact, some to Obara. Uh, some to Ishibori. You know, I know Ishibori. I know Ishibori. I've lived there for 10 years. So I can take you to Ubu. Okay, no, maybe next time I will, I will take you to a discussion. <laughs> but you see, they were taken from the roots. It wasn't their fault. Sometimes we have believed in the lie, not of anything of our fault. But what, what came down to us? But thank God we can retrace it. The landmark is not eroded. You know, in, in surveying, 
How many of you have seen some of you before on the road cutting bush? You know, by the things I do, sometimes to mark a place, you can enter a forest where they are working to mark out the land. It's a forest. But when they are cutting the place from this, from the point of start, they will put in there their theodolite and put a peg, like, like, like a javelin pole. And they can cut a straight line from here to Kanu. If you stand there, you'll be seeing it. They will cut it. Every tree on that part will, 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 will fall. Every shrub there will be cut. So that the aim is to see from one end to the other without any ambiguity. But do you know that after a while, that part might begin to close. And we just close up what you do. You have to retrace again. So when the path closes, we call it back again to come and what? Retrace it. And this morning I want us to retrace. And to start this series, I want to take us through a little. This is not of, of by any means exhaustive, but to give an idea of what happened and transpired. So we continue in other topics to make some sense to you. A little talk about church history. It will help us see where we are and what happened in those days. There is an ongoing confrontation, constant warfare between the forces of light and evil. It's been ongoing since the creation of the earth. The contention is first and essentially spiritual. But we all see its physical consequence. Why would men love darkness more than light? It's obvious, Jesus said, because their deeds are evil. So there is darkness and there is light. You see, darkness really is an illusion. It's not really real. Because darkness does not actually exist. Darkness is just the absence of light. So when you come to this room, the lights are off, there's darkness. Switch it on, there's light. So is there any darkness? No. It's just the absence of light. You know, when it's night in any part of the world, it's not because there's darkness. The earth has just turned away from the sun. So really there's no darkness. When the earth decides again to turn back to where the sun, because the sun doesn't move. When it turns again to the light, light comes. What it is, put your mind, if it turns again from light, there's darkness. So really, there is nothing like darkness but just the absence of light. In him was life, John 1, 5. And the life was the light of men. 
and the light shines in what? And the darkness could not stand. So it means once Jesus, I feel the Holy Ghost now. That means that means the presence of Jesus is light. The presence of the word is light. The absence of the word in any place, in any church, in any individual's life, once the word was absent, no matter how yellow you are, you are darkness. No matter how many cream you use to light up your skin, you are still in darkness. So darkness is not a reality. It's an illusion that the devil puts on people to prevent them. And you know the more you stay in darkness, the more you get used to darkness. You know when you stay in darkness for a long time, you know where your knife is in the dark kitchen. When you stay in darkness for a long time, you know where the matches is in darkness. When you stay long inside darkness, the darkness becomes light. You didn't get that. When you stay too long in darkness, the darkness becomes your reality. Such that when you don't see light, you don't back into when you see light, you say, What is this? Light will be questioned as a source of reality when a man's reality has become dark. So Paul says, they are darkened in their minds and therefore they refuse to acknowledge God as God. And that's why you must be careful what kind of doctrine you listen to. If it's that doctrine, before you know it, it becomes true. How do you think it's difficult to ask people who are going to, to or rather, don't even church, who are to all courts to leave? They will tell you that you don't know anything. True or false? Oh God, this thing no good. This all court no good. They will look at you. You're a small boy. It's meant for the mature. In one way, we tell them, may God open their eyes. And they will tell you, may your eyes be open. If your, if, if your eyes be single, Jesus said, your whole body shall be full, full of light. But if the light in you is darkness, die. that means the, the, some people's reality of, of, of the truth is actually dark. And if the light in you is darkness, Jesus said, how great and palpable is the darkness. But the true source of light in the world and through all ages and through all generation is Christ. I am the light of the world. He that cometh after me shall not walk in what? In darkness, but shall have what? The light 
of lights. So it is not your denomination that brings you into light, but 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 the understanding you have of who of Christ. So we say, I was baptized in this church. I will die in the church. You are a foolish person. My father was in the church, and my father handed, handed over his, his post to me in the church. And the next, on oh, Wajo, those who know what I'm saying, no. You know what it means? Wajo means, okay, you know Wajo. That means the father, of, the father of the church. So, where did, how did we start having Baba John? I will tell you, when I get to the, to the, to the history, the church history of, 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 of Nigerian church. The Africans wanted to have the church Africanized. No, I will read it to you. So, so you know. So when you are doing Ikore, you know Ikore harvest, you will you will know here. You know, when you do bazaar, you know, you don't ask questions. You just love it. All you love is the dance. You trust in the infallibility of the leaders. They have left God. But you see, it's hard because that 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 darkness has become light. So when you see light, you close eyes. Really, when Tula enters his eyes, you know, when you're in dark for a long time, your eye completely changes. The pulpit and the iris change to a darkness. They are just to evil. And evil becomes the norm. But the only source of truth because we are going to ultimately is to exalt the word of God. It will make you see that this word cannot change. It's a source of the revelations of God. If my lifestyle is not in tandem with this, don't believe when I say, say do what I say, don't do what I do. My qualification to be able to preach to you is am I doing what I'm saying? Don't excuse me that well, we are all human beings. Now what they say, if the best of men of God are still men, then who has to be man of God? Hey, go and become man and quit be man of God. The things that Jesus put began to what? To do and to preach. The kind of sex scandal today in the church. When you hear it, you know, today we don't even want to hear it. Even if we hear it, it doesn't mean it doesn't. It's not, it's not. One bishop gave impregnate three choir members. One portrayed his wife. Man is a donor. You know, you don't, we've come to a point where do, the things that preach the hand of God is jam to us. You know what jam is? What we used to eat bread is butter. You are, you are licking it. The thing that's making God cry, we are, we are, we are, we are coming close to it. The foundation of God stands sure, and it has a what? If you buy something, maybe food, and they sealed it, and then the person that bought it for delivery brought it unsealed. 
Will you eat it? Uh, well, no. You will eat it because it affects your health. But how come you eat anything anybody says and destroy your spiritual destiny and it makes no difference to you? When did our consciences got so dead? When did our antennas got so destroyed? They say that it is the it is it is it is the eye of 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 state that uses the word Okay, crap. Crap, crap. Is it crap? Yeah. And slave. Crap uses tentacles in this woman. You pay me for that. Uses his head or his eyes to watch. How come your watching progress is there? Jesus said, Watch and pray. You love pray without watching in ignorance. Have you had your pray? You want to pray right now? Every, every metal bar hanging over my heaven. Dissolve. Prayer. Like foolish, you know, person just prayer. Prayer. And then you start. Heavy metal bar. Metal bar. Metal bar. Metal bar. And then start metal bar. Metal bar. Metal bar. Metal bar. I'm not metal bar for like five minutes. Okay. Who said so? See music in this church. So if man says, metal bar, man says, this up. If you come, no, don't say it, don't. So, you come quiet. And metal bar, this up. Metal bar, this up. This up. And guess what? It's rhythmic. Human beings like it. It's, it's, it's therapeutic. It, come, it makes you have a sense of false reality. And you always want to come back. Because it's an aspect of man that wants to be satisfied, either true or false. You know something called placebo? Placebo is not a drug. But it looks like a drug. They've done research that it usually works. If I want people that they don't know. So they say, ah, you don't know that this doesn't have medicine. Say, doctor, please give me anything. I need medicine. You will be fine. Just take rest. No, no, I can't be fine. No. What we've seen, they, they just rest. Take some time to eat vegetable and eat healthy. Drink enough water. As he says so, your head bangs. Boom, boom, boom. Can you see my head is banging? They, they, they don't have a council meeting with the, with the nurses. This one. It's placebo. The ones of all. And I will come. And we'll take the fire. Have you guys want to come and say? By the authority of God on my call. Sorry, when the man thank you. When the man he said, you said, Jesus. Have you said Jesus? I I I have the authority of heaven to make the pronouncement. I do like this. He's doing that to make it do it. Because when man does that. He sends Ashe. And the people start saying, Jesus. How can somebody say there are three kinds of iru in the market? Okay? 
Now this is prayer point. I've mentioned before. And guess what? It says as you are sharing it, your person is coming to you, and people are sharing it like wildfire. How did people get to this point? You know what? It has been it has been destroyed from time memorial. And so you must begin to come alive. But the truth is that you can't come alive until the truth is revealed to you. But now here's the problem. People hate the truth. You know what I'm saying? You say, ah, it's the the only one that knows the word. How can this man of God not know the word and have this result? Some say result. Some say result. You know, in the business world, when we talk in the office, we say result is the name of the game. And what's the result? Buildings. Some say buildings. People, some say people. Fame, money, and car. That's the result in ministry. As private jets, local jets, interjets, whatever thing. And then, and then a retinue of aids and security men. How many of you have seen some great men of God in Nigeria today? With some great purpose following them. And I will tell you, God's angel will watch over you. They will take charge. You will dash your feet against a stone. So where the angels should be? If, if I'm a pastor, I'm giving you angels. Me, I have plenty, two of us. So the one I have should be more than your own. So if I have plenty of angels, then, my, then that means I don't need. But the truth is what brings us to life as believers. See, every time you see crowd, even Jesus, check his ministry. When he saw the crowd, he said, I know why you came. It's not because of the word. That means you are bound to hell. That's what he meant. I even because first. He says, the food you are looking for. I'm not to give you food, but because you're hungry, any case, take. But woe to you because you eat this food, you miss the real food. Anytime you see crowd in the place, it's a red flag. I will show you in the church. Yeah. What just preached? Bible says they left him. When they came to the church, they were meeting from house to house. How many people can stay in one house? Three of them. That's the pattern. So in the sight of God, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not giving. Do you know that a man of God should be a pastor? You know what pastor means? You are being diligent to take care of the flock. What we now do, we make people pastors who are lambs and call them cell pastors. People who need to be pastored. <laughs> to you. Yeah. Because we are just refusing, you see, men will always I, I will show you. You know, at the point in church history, actually, people, people were paying to become leaders. Deacon, you see, there were sub sub deacons. And the supplicants in churches to you. Supplicants cannot sit down by Dickens without the Dickens approval. Because the Dickens most likely is a millionaire. He has paid so much money to the church. So all these things we see, all this reverend presbyter, 
it actually came at a time in church history because people were now crazed with titles and positions. But what? Because if we don't get some things right, no matter how how we want to justify it, it will still be the truth. But let me run this morning. When light is shed on a subject, it means clarity is brought. Knowledge is gained. Understanding is achieved. So the gap between light and darkness is the knowledge gap. The knowledge of the word of God. Knowledge and understanding are products of intense instruction that comes from teaching. Therefore, we can simply conclude that the, the, the absence of sound teaching, like Paul Amos Timothy, sound doctrine is the presence of cross ignorance and palpable darkness. Verse 1, verse, verse 5. A wise man. Mark the word, a wise man will hear and will increase in learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Proverbs 9, verse 9, give instruction to a wise, mark the word again, a wise, a wise man, and he shall yet get wiser. Teach a just, now what, a just man, the one who is justified, and I've been acquitted of sin and grief, is an insane one, and he shall increase in learning. That means the wise always want to increase in what? In learning. So if you are not learning anything about God, here's the reason Jesus taught much in his earthly work. Paul appealed to Timothy to teach vigorously because a people void of sound knowledge and understanding of God will be a bunch of ineffective and unprofitables in the things that pertains to the kingdom of God. Study for the shield says, approved unto God, a workman that is not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This man will ask us a question. And I, and, and I don't want to answer the question. Is what we have today passed down to us in strict alignment with what Jesus taught and passed down to us by the apostles? Is what we have today as passed down to us Is it in alignment with what Jesus taught and the apostles taught? Thank God we have the, 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 the preserved for us the word of God in the Holy Wreath. The saying of a popular Nigerian minister. I know somebody said something a few days ago. I don't know how long he said that. To me, it's amazing. He said, and I have it on my phone, but I don't want to mention names this morning. He says, The fathers passed down to us prayer. Have you seen it? Okay. Okay. That's the was going to Pastor Ojoyemadi. How many of you know him? He's a popular Nigerian pastor with large crowd of youths. He said the Father passed down to us prayers, fasting, word, and what? Evangelism. 
But they, I don't say we, it is we, but I'm not among them. But they are passing down lights, stage, entertainment, and marketing. And branding. Say for this, God will judge them. At least thank God he's seen that. But I ask myself, did the fathers actually pass down those things? Uh, Derek must look like you. It's not possible. More the that's your son I'm talking about. It's one who's more than him. We look like you. But he said, and this is a popular person. He says, What the church today, what we are what they are passing down is lights, all the lights. Stage. You know, if you see the church stage, sometimes you will you, you you look around and feel that why are we like this? Pastor doesn't like why is it that pastor doesn't what the push up now? Let's let crowd come. Let's do some things. Let's sounds amen. amen. Stage light branding and entertainment. How many of you know every day in church today in the world today in our age you see, you see entertainment? You see goats on the pulpit trying to look like the sheep. Wolves standing. And unfortunately, they have the crowds talking to them. Why? Because they've taken the word from them. And sometimes I doubt if from the beginning they have the word actually. See, but these ones are called to this damnation. They are, they are, they are, they are not, and, and, and it wasn't talking about members about preachers. They are called to this damnation. But unfortunately, they are not willing to go down alone. And they will do anything in their, in their power to put people down with them. So I said that. My wife showed me a picture of Pastor Paul Devarasi sharing communion with the chalice. Because you know what chalice is? Have you seen that video? He took a chalice. Now that's that's what it is is a tradition of the Catholic Church. That's Eucharist. And he wore he wore a a, a priestly cap and then with a cross. No, check you sign it. It's on my phone. With a cross, just like the Pope will do, just like the priest. That one was doing. And then some Catholic folks saw him and said, Ah, that you left a you're all coming back. You know when a man can do that? Because he's actually not standing from the beginning. Paul said, the things you be taught, hold fast to it. This morning I'm going to say this thing so that we will know where we belong. And know the enormity of the task of God and, and the kind of 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 responsibility God has put in us to always check and verify and not to exalt any man above the world. Do you know, sirs, in the history of the church, 
one of the ways by which, in fact, you know, the Catholic Church played a central role in church history, both, both good and very bad. But one of them I discovered that from the same Catholic Church were great reformers. It was from there they came from. John Wesley, Martin Luther. They were monks. In as much as so much evil came, so much good also came out. But do you know the point? It is the church that determines how you get saved. Once the church baptizes you, you are declared saved. The force of the papacy is equivalent to Christ. And anyone that forced that principle was killed. Do you know that the church rose people to death for heresy? I'm not talking. Read this. You find it. They killed people, children, just because somebody is opposing the doctrine of the church. How many people did Jesus kill? For not believing in him. Even when he was dying on, on the cross. Someone said, You think you are beside? Why not? If I were Jesus. And with my hands on it, I will give my hand. There's a way you can use. I'm going to watch which movies that we just like this. Use, 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 use man to catch one on chest. I've seen it before. I know it's, it's, it's a hand. They will use hand. You know, I read the book. They will look at you like this. I can't. We, 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 I carry the machine. I will, I will finish him. But Jesus looked at him. And I really look at him. But so much transpired that you need to know and actually now begin to retrace. Maybe there have been some clocks. Find the, the knife of the world and retrace yourself. You must never learn to exalt a man or a denomination above the world. No, I'm saying this so that we are well built up. Let me read. The word of God has been preserved. See, in this church, no, no, someone said no sentiment. Mm, they look. You know, this word is the reason, sir. You know, I'll read something to do this morning. And now see the reason Paul will preach from morning till night. These things here, in fact, I have so. Hallelujah. They were asking, you know, as a catechism, I'm going to read. It's a report from the Vatican. I'm reading it in 1962. One of the things they said eventually is that, well, don't let's look down on Muslims. Maybe God, God, maybe they can make heaven. We can't really say. I'll read it. Everything I will quote it. So it's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you. So that when, when they are not preaching or evangelizing, you will know why. The Pope, Pope, is it Pope, no, Pope Francis went to Morocco some 2019 and told them they, they, they can't say Morocco and every Christian because most times, you know, he said, the time to convert people to preach is what? It's over. He told them, he said, the Pope, come, just say, it's a cable, no, I will quote it for you. So you can read it. It's not hearsay. It's over. That just do good and see how your good can 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 help anybody but that you preach to them christ that time is gone 
And so you're wondering why are they not talking about evangelism? You know the reason? It's from there. The things that we must come to terms with can really know our root. So you know those who you are, whom you are following. In this church, no sentiment. Let God's word what? Be supreme. Always benchmark your life by the word. Now, a few days ago, my wife, I was talking to her at home. I just, somebody in our neighborhood was, in quote, maybe forming for her. Or did something that she didn't like. So she just said, well, I'm trying to work on towards her. She's doing, she just boned her. For like three, four months. But I'll just pray. I just told her, I said, no, it's, it's wrong. I don't think it's right for you not to talk to her. I just felt in the spirit. I told her, I said, you know, in these things, I don't miss it. I said, I just I feel I'm right. And then she struggled to walk in love. Tell us struggle. Struggle to benchmark your life. Come on, here, let me tell Sometimes I say, ah, my husband, not to church too much. Church would, they use people here, though. Because from my experience, from my experience, they will, they will milk you. It's a wrong experience. What keeps your husband's heads correct is actually the word. And so, she, she, she struggled to reach out to her. I did. And then, next thing, she replied with warmth. And, and then, when she replied, she, she now, I saw her, she would just smile. I said, what is it? She now put the phone to me as you see the thing. I said, I have not seen anything. Take it back. I said, no, see what she said now. She's. And then yesterday during her anniversary, she actually sent the message. During her birthday, bone me, I bone you. But right now, her brother-in-law that will see two of us. He will see her and today he was greeting with, with all with all teeth. Ever, Eskima. Esa, excuse me, not excuse Yoruba. Excuse me, excuse me. Like someone will say, well, someone will say they know themselves. So, all right. But you must always benchmark. So say benchmark. The church has got a point of so much blindness that the last place they go to for clarity is the world. Now it's not your fault because they've not been so taught. Husband is on this something right. Challenge him by the word. Husband, the Bible says, don't know say, Bible says heaven help those. You start putting <laughs> no 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 no. I, I, somebody said it. A very woman. He said, on this birthday, we appreciate this, our brother, because the Bible says charity begins. I had it, I wasn't told. And then she had, she said it, the Bible says, I had it. Don't say my husband. Bible say, Bible say, he talk like, make walk in love. And you know, I know what I want to say, but I don't know how to say it. I know say it, but I don't know where it's where. Stop saying I know this, I don't know how to say it. Stop saying I know that it's the Bible, I don't know where it is. Make that your priority. Think deep into the word. Let the word of God be. Not the words of men. Not the words of a denomination. 
as preserved to us. First Corinthians 3, 11, 13 says, For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ. Christ. So the only foundation in the cosmos is who? Is Christ. So no other can be laid. That means no other doctrine can come and be superimposed on Jesus. I don't care what exegesis you are trying to meet. What they need when they're trying to meet, it must tally with the spirit and the mind of the word of God. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, first Corinthians 3, let me think. Gold, silver, precious stone. Now, next category. Wood, stubble. That means there are two kinds of stuff on that building. It is you that we watch out and find out is this one. But you can't know which is precious and which is unprecious if you don't know what actually is precious by yourself and through the world. So the responsibility matches you to know what is right. What is just for you to do in your life? Is for you to know the truth yourself because you can only judge the truth by the truth you know. It says, Some men will build on this same foundation, precious, some will build with unprecious materials. But here's the irony, church the one built with the materials that are precious will have followers, the one that built the one that is precious will have followers. But nobody will know until the end of time. That's the danger. It is when the end of time comes that those works shall be tried what? And that's the time we will know what sort of work it is. For now we can know. The result is not that, that God has approved of this ministry. The things you see is not. The only person that can tell us actually is God himself. But at that time is late. So make sure nobody swindles you. That's why Christ says, let no man deceive you. For I said to you these days that many false prophets have gone on their day already. But all we see about them is prophet. We don't see the false, the prefix to the prophet. But the only way by which you can check is by you knowing the truth. So when we insist on the word, rejoice in it. If I ask pastor, pastor, when next are we doing some teaching? We want to know more. And let me know this morning. It says, for, for every man's work shall be made manifest or revealed, for that day shall reveal it. Ah. It shall reveal it. Because it shall be tried or rebuilt by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Ephesians 2 18 20. You know, the Bible says, For there is only one mediator, first that two, verse 5, between God and who? And man. So it's the only one. 
So I'm the only one. Says John 14 6, for I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 3 16, for God so loved the world that he gave the world his only word, his only word, his only word, begotten son. And they asked some frontline Pentecostal ministers in America today, Gospels. And he says, Well, I don't know. I went to India. I saw a lot of good people. Good people. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe God, maybe God has a way of reaching them outside Jesus. And guess what? These are men that write Christian books. These are men that shape Christian thought line. But their fundamental orientation in theology is anti-scripture. They asked one one day, what will you say about homosexuality? He said, well, 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 some things that are beyond the realms of man. Ah, no. No, I just, no these are life things. You see, the fruit is that these guys are coming from somewhere. But, you see, some will say the word of God. No sentiment. They actually say, well, 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 there are things that are beyond the metaphysical. And so, in, 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 in being you don't go strictly to some things that are that that are that, that have core issues of disagreement that you you don't really know if that thing means homosexuality it just mean mean and so he said god's word is still evolving yeah his name is bishop td jakes his daughter was is it son i think his son was 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 has an gay tendency. So he knows the boy has said he's gay. So they ask him now your, your child is doing that. I said, well, uh, it's, it's left between him and his God. He can't tell him, he, he can't determine who goes to heaven or who goes to hell. Check it, you find it. It's on YouTube. You've seen it. And these are men that have large churches. I want to preach. The people are crying. Have you seen them before? They are crying for oh God. He, they jump and cut out the place. A man who is fundamental against the world, fundamentally openly against the world, a man that can defend the truth of Christ, My fear is that he says this work shall be tried on the last day. So that's the problem. But my warning for you today, this is in church and everywhere, is that don't get to a point where you love men that teach what you want to hear. In fact, the way to grow is to find men who teach what you don't want to hear. Let me go on this morning. Ephesians 2 18 20. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers 
and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation, uh, the, the, the substructure uh, and, uh, of, 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 of apostles and the prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So the church is built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And Jesus himself. So the, 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 the body of Christ is actually founded upon the truths of Jesus as enunciated by the apostles and the prophets. You know, this morning, this Christian work is not joking. It's not for people who don't understand it. You know, in the history of the world, Diocletian, one of the emperors of Rome, at a point destroyed the whole Bible. I'll read it. <laughs> and he said, everyone, Christians were hated with passion because of the moral decadence of the day. They had many gods. And the more the gods, the more they sacrifice and more the tributes. But Christians come to say that here, all Israel and the world, the Lord our God is what? Is one. He said, What do you mean that there's a God in Israel called one? And you're trying to tell us that God killed them. And we're going from house to house, killing them. Some ran to church. Now you are going to. They were burnt down in the church building and nobody was allowed to escape. They burnt the church and burnt everybody inside. When they were burning down the whole Bibles at this time, I'm telling you, this same faith, cosmos, that you, you are believing on. Once you hear Tao, you see how people, you will leave Ketri. When you get home, you'll be calling her Ketri, Ketri. Where are you? You see how she will tell him, I, I've told you, let's tread this thing with caution. Let's. People were, were sown asunder and they were singing to God. Encouraging those who will be killed the next day. And all that will save them from death is just renouncing. Lord, just renounce, we'll leave you and we'll restore back your word citizenship just one word this is me he has led me this far my mind is made up i will die with him but in these same times thousands went back but some stood it's on the blood of those that stood that the gospel came to us today In any case, he didn't promise us that it would be easy. He never did. So where we got it from, I know. It's from the denomination and from men. Because men wants to hear, nobody lost pain. But in Christianity, there will be pain. 
There are things you will not want, just like my wife had to call with pain. She's not owing me, I'm not owing her. Yoruba, Kugari me. It's not, it's not Gary, that means it's not feeding me. Why should I judge? What's the meaning of that? I greet her, she won't greet me. Everybody hold your. No, you can't hold your plane, no, because you have no plane to hold. You can't hold your plane. If you're holding your plane, chances are that you are not part of that place. Jesus said, Have fervent what? Joseph said, Have fervent what? If he says, Have love, it's enough. You know, my, my house, <laughs> my, one day some, some children came to the house to play. Cairo, Doron, Tehila, all the children. <laughs> and I saw them. They've been there for a long time. The, the console, that thing that you put TV on, the, the pulley. I saw Cairo put Tehila inside doing Janglova. We are pushing with leg. As, 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 as I was about to talk, I had war. It just broke. You know what I said? See, today is broken, but it will come again. But there's a way I was spoken to the children that it will never leave their hearts. There is nothing you can't give for the causes of God. Including your life. He demands for it. This Christianity takes away your own life. It is not in meat and in drink. It is in the pursuit of righteousness. And that is what the word of God has said. In fact, Romans 5, it says 6, For the love of God and the word shed abroad. That means he shed sufficiently. So in the house of God, there must be fervent love. Jesus showing them love. You know what he did, man? He took towel. He says, I'm washing your feet so you know that is the way of the kingdom to wash one another's feet. I have shown you this love that you may know how to love one so he that walks in love, God abideth in him. He that walketh not in love does not even know God. So what are the signs that you walk in love, trust your brother? Before they greet you, you greet them. You see, no, no, why did I say that? I would. Maybe some of your nose, maybe the white one. Sometimes I see my white nose. And I'm pulling it to my eyes. I'll check it's still there. Really, I'll get there for when I finish. As I'm pulling two white, I move eight blacks with intense pressure. Whatever you see in your sister, show them love. Don't think of yourself more highly. In any case, what are you? What were you? 
what is you? What in be you? Where are you? Without God, you are mount to nothing. If God has been so gracious on you, why not be so grateful and gracious to your brothers and sisters? Pastor Richard, you can't, you can't offend me. My wife knows that. I have not seen the sin you are coming to me. That I can't forgive you. The only way I can forgive you is when you cut my head off. There's no, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. So in that case, even as the head is rolling, I'm saying, as I'm looking at you, no, I know you cut my head. I'm just, I don't know how to say it. I've not seen it. Mr. Frank. Okay, Mr. Frank, tell me, what, what will you do? You first slap me. Your first, first catch you, catch you, Abby. I don't think I was slap me. I will not shame you. You know what I shame? As the child is coming, as I see him, one of the days I went somewhere and I saw somebody who knows, who knows me, and he, he didn't know I was close. And he saw me. It's just him. Like, you know, real life story. It happened some, when was that? Last month? June. I forgot that. I saw me like, you know, when the evil spirit see Jesus, the way that, like, that, that back five. What have we to do with you, oh Jesus, son of, son of God? Have you come to torment us before the time? We know you. Say, shut up. Hi, Zobi. And I called the name twice. You know, like Jesus. <laughs> Peter, Peter, come back. And he said, Peter. He said, ah, sorry, sir. In my heart, I know it's in his heart. He's saying, I'm just lying down in my heart. I'm on your head. But God sees the heart. You're not walking in love. Affects you. For every true child of God that will grow in the face of the Spirit must be a man of love. Why do you think that First Corinthians 13, sandwich 12 and 14? You can't walk in 14 and experience 12 without love. Love for God and love for the people. Sometimes the reason people are able to love men because they hate God. You can't truly love God and snub man. You can't truly love God and hate your brethren. For if you love him, he fills your heart. Let me go this morning. Any doctrine and any teaching any foundation and any practice not found in the Bible, it does not matter who is involved, who is saying it, and who is pushing it. Stay clear and stay in the things of God. The church is God's. And I took a little of this thought from a book written by Jen Taylor. A study of church history. It's just a little snippet I took. But I'm doing this. Do you know how many people in church never know what is church history? They'll ask you what is that what we want to eat. We're asking for power and miracle. Breakthrough. Grace and covenant things. You are saying church history. Let's leave those in history to be history. 
And someone said, if you don't know what happened in history, you are bound to almost repeat what happened in history. How many of you Jesus always quoted the Old Testament in New History? If I told them that the history was written about me actually. You know, when Paul said, and that was, oh, because these days when I'm studying, I have like five, five Bibles on my desk with my, my internet. On my PDF, studying, as in that. And I said, I now know why Paul kept told Timothy, bring me the parchments. Bring me the books. But explain the word, the parchment. See, every time Paul wrote those messages he, he wrote to the churches, he had the Old Testament before him. He didn't remember all this. No, no, he was writing there. So he would quote from here and write. And you know that this message was actually read as as message in churches in those days. They read Corinthians. Thanks, Ramon. So say, man. It is not emotion. Emotion. Entering the the, the tranquility of the of the of the. Our our one so your son. Speak for this for spirit. Medium and tranquil. Okay, let's read it. Entering the next generation with a quantum interpose algorithm. You say, well, this I don't understand, but let me go and find out what it is. Because it, it, it sounds youthful. What the church did at the time? They were reading. You know, he said, they read this epistle. So when they come to church, eh, they, read. they will sit down. That's service. They will read chapter 1. And they read it to they will not say that who has anything to say about this. Maybe the elder will explain it to be same. Won't be there, something won't be there. He has something to say on his own. That means nobody will. What that was why Jesus came same to the, to the temple. When he got to the synagogue, Bible says the priest gave him what? That means it's a scroll that they read. The scroll was enough, the scroll was sufficient. The scroll kept them in God. If the scroll kept them, what do you think, or what do you think right now that the same scroll cannot keep us? I saw a church, a very big church. They were having a program and they brought a comedian. He was speaking for 30 straight minutes. The whole church was upside down. Now, which one will laugh? Because it's funny. Bible says, don't let coarse jokes and jesting. God said that. Come out of what? Ephesians 5. But now, not only are you not, you are, the person is even standing on the pulpit and ministering. One of the things you said that, that could be facilitated in the church. You know, tell, I would drop this one. No, they do. I would drop this one. Pastor, don't worry. You, your wife looks like bread. And to this, and they all laugh. And it's a common trend they tell pastor's wife. Because they are beautiful. Well, so he said in Igbo movies, when the woman kills the husband, they will do, they will play the keyboard. You know those Igbo movies? We say, nai, 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 and we So when the Igbo is coming, they will put, gah, and the church will ask, what is this? How did we? It came from somewhere. It is not so. Don't don't 
like it. Speak against it. Sometimes when you keep quiet, you are tacitly approving of it as though it's right. Someone is trying to believe me to be a comedian. And we call him. Friend, you can't do that. Someone is called the son of the prophet. And he will try to talk at the prophet and mimic tongues. Have you seen people mimic tongues in, in comedy? They are using tongues to talk to each other. They are making things that are sacred. And to us it's normal. No, it's not. Don't make it normal. You see, don't allow it to sink as though it's one of those things. No, it is not one of those things. It's one of the spirit of the age. And that's you're going to learn to do. Don't, don't, don't learn to propagate it. When you see it, don't tag yourself and then tag others. Kill it. Because the kingdom of God is in all holiness and righteousness and righteous pursuit of God. Never leave as though there's no judgment. Never leave as though there's no accountability. For the day that all men will stand before God to account, draws near. And it's close. So let he that has this hope purify himself. When men say, once they always say, well, I don't fight them. When some say, um, um, when, when you are saved, you are not always saved. I don't fathom either. But anything that is righteous is of God. And anything that is unrighteous is not of God. So I took this little thought from a book by Jim Taylor. The dates are from him, but the words are mine in expressing the thought I have this morning. The church is God's. It has existed in the mind of God before the foundation of the world. The church, since it is not, uh, since uh, um, is the body of Christ, has existed long before it was physically separated into the physical. You see, the church is the body of Christ. But that body has actually existed in God before he came. And God has set the boundaries and the protocol for his body. You know, I I, I read, no, I stumbled on a, a post by somebody who does how to eat. And when I saw what he said, I, I just liked it. I said, this is good, it's good to practice. So I chose not to eat sugar for the next 14 days. To eat protein alone. You know, when you see something good, do it. Someone say, do it. So, I began to eat, and, and the truth is that, really what he said is true. He said, if you don't eat sugar for some days, you will not get hungry too much. <laughs> and the reason you are so hungry is because you take too much sugar. So you take apple, you take fufu, you take gari, you take rice. You are actually causing hunger to yourself. And then it affects you. See, the reason you have sometimes so much headache and migraine because there's too much sugar in your body. 
Don't say, you know. So, as I saw that, I have Milo in the cupboard. I said, Milo. So I took lifting. We still there. Still there is a device that don't, don't have sugar. And then I ate beans. Beans and egg and meat. My wife said, Will I sleep in this house? I said, You sleep. If you don't sleep, go in the house. I won't go beyond that. So I ate beans. I added egg and meat. And I took a cup of tea without sugar. And I wasn't hungry till night. So at night, what did I eat? I had beans again. Now no egg but meat. The following day, I wasn't hungry till 1, 1 p.m. So what did I eat? Fried three eggs and eat. At night, my husband said, well, I'm not hungry. He said, ah, the way I'm going, you, you, you really know. He says, you lose weight. And I said, there's nothing there. If we now lose this, what will remain? But because it's good for my health, let me lose it. If I don't lose something, I will gain something. So when you see me, don't be, don't be afraid. Something is happening inside. I said that to say this. But there must be a desire in us for the truth and to do it. The church had been in God before the beginning. So when it came on earth, it wasn't new. It was just the birthing of what God had had in mind from what the beginning. And whatever is in God must be holy. Let me know this morning. The same process as Eve was separated from Adam. Through Eve was the original part of Adam. So the same way God moved out Eve from Adam, even though when Adam was standing, God saw Eve inside. And God knew the configuration of Eve before she came. Notice in Genesis 5, Bible says male and female created he them. That means he actually made Eve before she actually came forth. And God knew Eve configuration. Do you know Eve didn't shock God like he shocked Adam when Adam saw Eve? So God has a template already for his church. Somebody say God has a template already for the church. Hmm. Let me run. The church is God's creation, not man's, and cannot and cannot and never be man's. Man, man, man may have his own version of the church. He may, he may, he may, he may drive it with with the name of Christ. He may, he may, he may, he, he may have a semblance of Christ. But if it is not the absolute, or if, if it's not absolutely controlled by Christ, it is not His. Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said, And I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church actually existed in God. 
ever before it was established. God introduced the pattern of the church in the Old Testament. During the Exodus. You know in Exodus, he called them from bondage. And made them to pass through the waters. And they came out on the other side. And they were called the church in the world, in the wilderness. It's a pattern. God had a template already for his church. The church is God's property. Do you know some men run church as though it's their property? Someone wants to, somebody says, he says, don't, don't climb my altar. You, you got the story? It was a wedding. He was trying to snap picture to catch Catherine's face very well. He has to climb the altar side so he can catch when you... See, you see what he did now? He did Because he like <laughs> <laughs> Paul did my life. <laughs> you are... Break it down, my friend. <laughs> You know, that day, he said, do. In the struggle, I then back and look and say, what wrong is my, you do this thing. So when he did, I said, see him out. <laughs> but now, it's like to withdraw the money and say, no, you are not snake. <laughs> Bring the money out. God has a pattern. Men are saying, it's my church. In fact, some men claim that the people in the church are, are their sheep. They said, you are my you are my subject. You are my property. You are my member. You are my people. When when it says you are the people of you're not my member. We are members of the we are. Me too, I have Oga. My own said, man, was, maybe I can correct you. We can fight. If he correct me, we know, we know we fight. If he go fight me, he will lead me to my, to, to my destruction. So that when I'm handed over, I give to my child. Even when the child told me, say, Daddy, God no call me. He said, I call you. It mustn't leave the family, it's our heritage. Daddy, God no call me. Please, this thing will kill me. If you say we kill you, I will raise you up. Sometimes you think those things you see, those children want it. Sometimes they don't. It is trusted on them. No man calls man. plan for his church. You must know that this thing is a serious business. That's how the early church saw it. Did you see? Savera and Ananias came to lie to God. God killed them in the church. God killed them. They were playing truancy. They were playing pranks. God, please don't kill anybody in this church. God, please don't kill. He won't kill us. But let your head correct. It's God's business. We are in the house of God. It's a place where God reigns supreme. It says the church actually existed in God ever before it was established. 
as we read in the Old Testament. Remember, they had been slaves under bondage and in the yoke of the devil in Egypt, and God called them out of bondage through the, the deliverer Moses, a shadow of Jesus who is to come. And Stephen said, under God's inspiration of the Holy Spirit in Acts 78, referring to them as a church in the wilderness. Though the prophets of old saw into the future the glorious revelation of God concerning his body, his bride, the church, they longed to see what it will look like. First Peter 1, 9 through 11, receiving therefore the end of our faith, even the salvation of our souls, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied about the grace that shall come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when it testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that shall follow. During the course of history, in Daniel chapter number 9, or 2, from verse 31, there was a vision given to Daniel, and he saw four kingdoms. And a vision or a dream came to Nebuchadnezzar. Seeing the vision, he saw four great empires, Babylonian Empire, Middle Persian Empire, the Greek Empire, and the Roman Empire. The New Testament begins its account in the days of Caesar. In Luke 3, verse 1 through 3. Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip tetrarch of Ituria, and the region of Tetracunda, and, 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 and Lysinius tetrarch of Abilene. I love that. He gave us definite historical parts and figures and personalities. So you know these things are not for fables, they're true. And the church began to grow at the time of Pentecost. The church was probably Jewish church. In fact, in the first sermon that Peter preached, over 3,000 souls got saved from the message. What did he preach to them? But let's see this morning. He preached to them and they got born again. And elders were ordained and deacons were ordained in churches. Their creed then only was Christ. The time of admission, faith, repentance, confession, and baptism. How were men admitted to the church? What did Peter preach? What was a creed? Their creed was Christ alone. And they had the odors, salutis, which means the order of salvation. Before we came to this point, there had been an order salutis in existence that the apostles preached that they got from Jesus. What is the order of salvation? Now we'll come there when we discuss soteriology. But in our next class, we'll be looking at Christology. So much to discuss so that you are well informed, as they said. So this thing about, about coming to church to will go. The church began to grow. The ordained elders and deacons. 
That's all they had in church. They chose the elders and deacons. Nothing else. They were just elders and deacons. But over time in history, they began to have bishops. They had presbyters. In fact, the presbyter was under the, the bishops. Because right now, they are becoming bishops of the metropolis. At the beginning, they were just elders or pastors and deacons in the church. That's all. You'll be asking now, why, uh, why is somebody called lead pastor? You know you like it. Somebody is called the executive pastor. I've seen it. I'm not, since I say I'm not talking from here, it's real. It's happening our day. That's why they call themselves reverend. Most reverend. These are titles that men coined because of the position driven theology. And today, if you don't do that, you can't be accepted. Someone is called his grace. A man, his grace. And he's taking it. He is doomed. A man is called his holiness. Are, are your holiness. And a Christian will open his mouth and say that. And they will say it kneeling down. I'm seeing that. Your holiness. Your grace. And when you say the grace, you don't look at his eyes. Your grace. And your grace will wake up. That man come with cut on. And you kiss his ring. And then you hold his hand. Do you know the term in degree? In eighteen ninety seven. In the in, in the in the in the in the in the castle of Chalcedon, they passed the that the the Pope feast should be kissed. One day they said his grace unwinding and his grace is eating. Any day I get to the point where I begin to look like his grace, or the grace is catching me. The grace, no, how to the grace? Remove the grace from me. Jesus says, Call no one father. You know it's the Bible in Matthew. <laughs> Notice God says, Jesus, you are dead. We are now the ones. In charge. Even if you judge us, we will enjoy the largest. Now, when we see, we will give account. We don't, we don't care. We will be called Father. Ephesians 4. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and what? That's all. So that's all. Any other one. It's not God. That's why today some people right now they are offended that you call them pastor. You know, some people call pastor say no, I'm beyond pastor. So right now women are becoming reverend. In fact, sometimes they're they refusing now they're doctors. Have you seen it? I'm doctor. No, no, they just love doctor because that one nobody will ask you. Which doctor? Is it doctor of lies or doctor that you stole or what? But men wants to be called doctors. Still mounting the pulpit. 
I'm saying this this morning so that you, you can start searching and let this message take you back to the world. Don't fight it. Go and go and search. What have God as the fathers of the church done to the doctrine of Christ? You'll be shown what will come out. The historical facts. So that the things we are doing now, we can start placing them in perspective. Were there pulpits in those days? At what time did they come? Do we need it? Must it be here? I'm not saying pulpits is bad. It's like this asking question about the truth of the word of God. Let me listen this morning. The church began to grow. With the passing of the apostles, Christians began to drift into apostasy. False teachers, false teaching began to grow. Paul said in Acts 28, said Paul, uh, Paul was, was, was saying in that place that, that when I leave, men will rise up in your midst. They will speak things contrary to this word. It means your only hope at a time in history that will come will be the word. But men of our day hate the word. I saw a pastor bringing some pool inside church and brought Kelo. And see, he was preaching his cloth. Maybe those days, for us, and it's even good, they will wear big gown till tomorrow. This one wore a jean. His name is Ted Stockton Todd. He's one small boy in America. His hair is grey. You know, no, some things are not becoming of saints. <laughs> His hair is Dada. I don't know how to put it. This one they will do good dread. I don't know the look, sorry, I call it Dada. His dreadlock, plenty. And he bag it like Tyson. His trouser is torn. Crazy. Not crazy patched, crazy tear. Those one they will, they will, they will do, they will crazy and they will still patch it. This one is torn. I can excuse somebody who is a church member with time, it, it, it will stop. You know, when God's word talk, 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 you will stop wearing crazy things to church. You will stop it. This morning, when I went in the house, I told my wife, I said, Is, is this cloth not too small my body? She said, There's no body inside. I said, <laughs> No, I told her, I said, Am I looking like a minister that will carry God's word? Am I looking just like God? Though it's white, white, but I can be black inside, very white, white. So I told her that, Is it looking? Oh, ah, ask her, she's there. I asked her. When she's going out, she said, This dress. I said, No, you can't wear it out. She said, God, she won't change it. She would say, No, I'm a woman. I must look like one. The word of God has broken it. When you see do it, it means you're unbroken yet. So I told her, I said, Is this still not too tight? Because I'm, I'm feeling tight. She said, No, there's no body inside. That is still okay. So it means there's nothing to show. It has swallowed me. So if this was swallowed me, praise God for me. The gospel must affect your life. Did you hear man? You can't slap somebody and say it's holy anger. I slap you in the name of Jesus. It's a lie. You can't slap anybody in the name of Jesus. Don't Jesus nice your flesh, your carnality. 
So this man, popular, he's, he's in his 20s, but he's a popular preacher in America. This guy is, okay, I'm going somewhere. So he cuts his jeans, cuts the top. <laughs> and they look macho, they love it. There was one I watched, his name is, okay, I can't remember his name right now. Ah. No, Fortic. Fortic is his brother. No, not that one. Uh, no, there's one. MacLeodon. No, don't call it bishop. Please, these are not bishops. These are charlatans. You should know more than that. Don't call them bishops. Okay, to you now, is that a bishop? So call him MacLeodon. Call him his name. Don't dignify their stupidity. No, we must learn these things. Or rather, keep quiet. Just like. You told me that don't want to call Jehovah. No, so call Maglidin. <laughs> oh, Maglidin. Abi? Or call him Mr. Maglidin. At least I shall be a below bishop. One day he wore, he wore a, a blazer suit, three piece. And it was so tight on his groin that the whole groin was out like this. And, and the more he ministers, the more. It's like he was doing, he was not doing the, and he was laying hands on women. I watched it. And I now said, No, I'm telling you. And you know, some of you, if you think catch you now, you, 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 you go and tap the anointing and connect. Your mindset must start changing to that of the word and righteousness. Anyone that the word of God has not so impacted that his life has changed. He's not qualified to stand on the pulpit of the Lord. So in these times, things will happen. And I know through all this moment, God is not clapping for them saying, well done church. Is that what the world is doing? Well done. Good and faithful servant. No, his heart was bleeding. It was waiting for the generation of people that will rise and stand for him. And so the church began to get a person. And then instead of them maintaining the church order of just elders and deacons, they began to ordain presbyters and bishops. And then soon they had patriarchs. So the patriarchs actually didn't start down. No, he started them because, because they exhausted the lower ranks. God didn't call anyone to the office of a patriarch. But none there were patriarchs in five major regions. In Alexander, Constantinople, um, uh, um, Antioch, Rome, and, and the fifth one, I think Greece. And so these, these patriarchs became, became the the chief rulers. And then with time, they began to fight themselves. Who will be the chief patriarch? And then the Pope got involved. Sorry, the, 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 the emperor began to side with the patriarch of Rome because then Rome was the power of the world. The church and the state was mixed together because the emperor was using the church to his own end. The church was using the emperor to his own end. Because every month the church makes the emperor give them one he said, Don't just preach against us. Chop, let's chop. 
is how he started. Read history, Job. You can see that. The bishop soon became patriarchs. Patriarchs lived in Rome, Alexandria, Antioch, Jerusalem, and Constantinople. Every sort to be the leader. As the times went on, doctrines began to emerge. Okay, since you are in Rome, I won't follow what you are teaching. I will create my own because I won't be under you. So they will see one same scripture and they interpret it two different ways. And they will fight. Great fight. <laughs> and all this is because who is supreme? And if this is how it came down, then how are you astute and studious to finding out the truth for yourself? The doctrine of ascetism. It means the more one suffered and denied himself, the closer he was to God. This led to the building of monasteries and other forms of fastings, poverty, and celibacy. We know people in the Catholic order that give them such things. This is how it started. It's okay. We, 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 uh, we feel that the more you are close, the more you fast and punish your flesh, the more you get close to God. That's what made those monasteries start springing up. It's called ascetism. Empirism came up. These were Jewish people. They held that, 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 that to be close to God, man must fulfill every law of the covenant of the Jews. They said Jesus is not the son of God, but is a prophet of God. Gnosticism, a doctrine of the combination of Christianity and paganism. The central focus is, 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 is a question about the origin of God and the existence of good and evil. All matter, they say, is evil. Hence, matter and God are opposed. It means Jesus cannot be God because he came in matter. And there are many Gnostics, theologians, that do things today that the church is using. Many ministers take their theology from Gnostic's view and we sprinkle Christ on it and it looks like Christ. We must be careful in our approach to these things. And when the problem began to arise, there came the council of Nicene that gave the Nicene Creed because Arius and Athanasius were fighting about the deity of Christ. Now this is what we're going to so in their struggle, they brought Christ into it. Is Christ fully God or fully man? Partially God, partially man. That became a major issue that divided the entire empire until, um, 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 uh, what's his name now? Constantine had to call for a meeting. He invited over a thousand bishops. At that time, in those, those days, there was over a thousand bishops he invited, but 318 came in 318 AD. What was our mission? To synergize because the kingdom was being threatened. And he said, no, I can't have my kingdom go this way because the church was the dominant factor of the day. So if anything happens to the church, the government is in trouble. So he called them, even though he wasn't a Christian. But before he died, he agreed that he baptized before death. So they baptized people to die to heaven. 
Yes. It doesn't matter how you sin. Just make sure that the Father is by the corner before you die. And he can baptize you into heaven. And because some still don't believe it, it's okay, no, don't worry. There's purgatory. I'm telling the truth. And, and you can pay money. Have you heard that before? You can pay indulgence to move somebody from, from hell to purgatory. And the more money you pay, they'll move him to heaven. It's a doctor of Catholic Church. In this time. And so they came. And Arius and Adonisius were in the same Alexandria, the same location. But they were fighting for so much. So he said, No, God, Christ is not God. No, the Christ is God. And became, so in those days, those things were fascinating people. So everybody began to fight. And for this and for that. So it became something of the whole of a global issue. And then contact called the meeting and they came. And that's what they, they, they had the Nicene Creed. And in that creed, they supported Adonisius' position that says Christ is both God, fully God, fully man. And everybody took it. But guess what? Half of the kingdom refused it. So they were preaching different things at the same time. So one will say Christ is God, one will say Christ is not God. So if it's not God, then how are we saved? So our foundation for salvation actually is being called to question. Because of the church of men. That's why today you find some churches having different model of, of salvation to others. That's where it came from. But because we don't know the heart of this man, we think that's the truth and the order of God. And when he did that, they went back home. But in the next 200 years, the whole kingdom of the world again became, went to the school of thought of Arius. So it became Arius, Adonisius, Arius, depending on who, who is in power in the world. So the emperor of Rome, Constantine, called the bishops. And then they said a few things. And the church began to move along the direction. There are things that caused apostasy in those days. So much persecution. But this morning, I won't go into much of that. But in the lifetime of the apostles, there were two major persecutors in those days. One was Nero. The other was Domitian. Nero ruled between 65 to 88 AD. Domitian 89 to 86 AD. This were at that time, so it can be 2021. These were life events. And you know what these guys used to do? They were vehement against the church. Nero killed Paul. He killed Peter. The Jews killed James. Whenever the church gets strong in preaching righteousness, the church is always opposed. Whenever the church is at ease, the church is actually in compromise. These two kings vehemently tortured. Nero was a brutal, fierce, and tyrannical king, falsely accusing Christians of setting a part of Rome on fire. For his hatred for them. Their lives were exemplary. Their lives were exemplary. They committed a large number of them in their deaths. They were fed to lions, fed to beasts, killed on the cross, set on fire. And during evening times, they put them to set nocturnal lights because they are Christians. So, what they do is that in the evening, 
Like now, we have street lights on every pool. They will tap Christians, put fire on them, and light them. So people will walk in, carrying the cry, but they, they, they use the, the, their flames to see the road to walk. That's how brutal this thing These are histories, and they're there. This same Christ we are following. Some follow like this, and this is how they went. So if it's not great persecution, what is this is tribulation. For this one, we will tell them there's no tribulation. This is great tribulation for them. Because it's cost them their life. Whenever the church man stands to teach the truth against the, the order of the day, the church will be opposed. This morning I will just stand up very soon. Same for Domitian. He killed Ignatius of Antioch. Polycarp were martyred. These were people that don't stood for Christ. And he was, they were mad at them. And they killed them. The Christian in, 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 in 303 AD was the most formidable against the church. He determined to exterminate all Christians. He ordered that all Bibles should be burnt. That all churches in all the empire must be burnt down. And anyone who refuses to renounce Christianity should lose his citizenship. Christians were set on fire alive in their place of worship and none was allowed to escape. Let me come on this morning. The battle for the control of the headship of the church took center stage. The bishops of Rome took to himself the title of the universal bishop. That's where they began. Because there were no patriarchs. So he said, no. Because I'm in Rome. And the seat of the empire is where? In Rome. Then I should, uh, because the head of Rome is Caesar, I should be what? The universal bishop. So when they say, is Peter, that was the first pope. You know it's not true. And so it became, and because no one was willing to surrender to the order, there arose a split in 1056. And that split brought about the Greek Orthodox and the Eastern Orthodox and the Roman Catholic. So okay, if we can't be together, then let everybody hold their place. But they're all holding to different versions of the deity of Christ. So, are you following me this morning? Yes, sir. Now you follow me by the grace of God. I'm so close now. We'll continue this evening. Is it okay this evening? This evening? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll full finish. And we'll go home to rest till 7 o'clock. So, the title of the. is from the Universal Bishop that, that, that Pope now came. Because there was, something higher must come. And they call him the Pontiff. Pontificum, Pontificum, and they call they use Roman things to call it, and and and, and Rome is heavy. Tum, ta, tum. So when they say pontum, everybody, everybody shivers. Greek is still, Greek is like 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 a but Latin. That's why everything must be done in word in Latin to the point that they have Latin mass. Okay. Now this is not to bring down anything, but for you to know. And check their fruits, you will know something had gone wrong in these times. 
even those that protested at the point to they to began to fight themselves. Come in there. Now, the fruits of the departure in doctrine. What did he bring about? What? Holy water was 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 enacted in AD one twenty. Penance came in AD one fifty seven. Infant baptism came in AD one seventy five. Now the reason this was was targeted because they were the ones ruling the world, so they all began to bring doctrines. All right, that they, that they felt when they do it well, because at the point they felt that the ultimate authority of the church is the pontiff. And anyone that visited it will, will, will be killed or exiled. And many folks were killed. Many were exiled. Why? Because of the difference of who Jesus is. Latin mass was brought in AD 397. Extreme unction. Now, extreme unction means. The anointing you anoint the sick just before the sick dies. The sacrament. And once the 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 the, the, the person sick is anointed, is ushered into where? Into paradise. So don't worry, kill anything, do anything. Once you are dying, just don't die by accident. Know the day you are dying. Call the father. But it won't come until it's extreme. They will know it's extreme because you two you say I'm extreme. You don't cook me. So they will come, bring the oil, and anoint. You know, it's good. Uh, uh, who would not like that? Say, you should holy till you die. Because no man knows the hour or the day. Uh, I don't know the hour, I can be led in. So things were created that make men to lose focus on righteousness. When you know that you can be anointed to heaven, then why live right? It became a subtle way to permit evil in the hearts of men but using the name of God as a cover. And they came to this of purgatory, AD 593, kissing of the Pope's toe. That was the highest of it. I mean, no, the, the Pope's toe, it, 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 that came in AD 709. Transubstantiation came in AD 1000. It means when you take the Eucharist, the bread becomes the real body of Jesus. The priest invokes that before this, the Mass. So anyone that comes, you are eating the actual blood, or the actual blood, the actual flesh of Jesus. And you must be to take it, you must have gone through all the other ordinances or sacraments. So, in fact, sometimes they give children when they've done some, some things, I will come there and then the girls wear white, the boys wear the good things to come and take the first, the first sacrament, Holy Communion, and then they will party that our child is now a Christian. So those, those children grow up with false, false, false impression that they're believers. Whereas there's other salutes. And every church has their own order. The Catholic, the Calvinist, the Armenians, Presbyterians, Episcopals. Everybody have different order of salvation. So which one is right? There's real trouble. Something trouble. 
我就讲侬。啊，这个是偏我老师，是偏。我今天不。So why won't you fight me? I say why? I'm an I'm an epic. Uh, that's why in the East, Igbos, I don't know, you know Igbos, Anglicans and Catholics, Kai. And I know the reason. Everybody holds to their gun, as though their denomination is the one that is right. And none of them that fight are able on their own to go to the world. But they have theologians. In these ministries that defend their position with scriptures, but when there are many options to within, in fact, sometimes in exams, when you have five options, the answer may not be there. The other one says no answer may be the answer. Could it be that in all these options, there's no answer, or in all these options? There's just one answer. Because the matter of eternity can't be taken with levity. You can't leave your eternity to a man to determine. In fact, sir, don't leave it to me to determine. But I will press on the word to find the truth. When he says, "No other foundation can be laid," that's the reason. Poor Pentecostal. Somebody said he, he loves that Toga Father. Ama. No, he did it very well. You would think it's a Catholic church. Go and check it. They cross, gold cross, like you do in Vatican. In fact, you, you think it's no, it's not wrong because there's no Catholic there. Paul says, "Why go back again?" It means ab initio. He didn't have his time. I told my wife. I could listen to him in the early days. But all his message is just to encourage the downtrodden. The drug addicts. They are just just people. And then young men love that. How many men would like this now? How many happening guys today would like it? Some who you don't like it, but they, 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 they are forced to be here and it is it's a it's a holy force. Some say we've entered this one chance, and thank God it's the only chance. So if all these folks have this ways, I will show it to you. Then which is right? All can be right, and all can be wrong. But which is? So we're exploring the word of God to see these things. So by evening today we're going to continue, and I'm saying this so that some of you, for the first time, you're hearing this. There's always a point of reference, but I want you, in your study, after now, study church history. You don't need to be a theologian. Find out, as bad as these things were, God still used many of them. As 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 wrong as some doctrines were in Catholic some of them are still good. But you can't take something 
that has 10 aspects and just hold one key and think just hold one key will lead you in. No, it won't. If you're pressing a, 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 a lock that has five codes, you have just one code, will you open up to you? No. And we close with a with the word that I wrote here and I will read to you before I close this morning. Thank God for Luther. Luther was a monk, was a father, he was a priest. And he loved the Lord. But his problem came when he read Galatians 2.16. When he says, the just shall live by what? Faith. Now that's this is the Bible. Because at those times, nobody is allowed to interpret the Bible by himself. There was a decree in the Catholic Church that the only institution that can interpret Bible is who is what? The church hierarchy. So anything they say is what is what so what is what I said, at least I have a monk, I've seen it. So let's have this course. And that's where things began to change. But I thank God that God preserved himself in remnant. And through the same Catholic Church, rose up people that just wanted the truth of God to come. And it came out. But down the line, we must begin to study for ourselves. That's why he said, study to show thyself. It's been there before Paul came. Because God had known a time will come when men will corrupt the world for their own selfish reason. They will tell you, bring false fruit. Oh yeah. So your first salaries goes to church. Where? If it is false fruit, go and plant corn and bring your corn. So it's fruit. How is fruit money? So when 10 million people bring their first fruit, he said, I'll do ministry. What he says, give as you have proposed in your heart, not what men tells you to give. I say, no. My God has promised me every first footer. They don't put first footer. He makes it, and you don't give a card. I'm a first footer. Men became men become proud of you know. I'm a first. Are you a first footer? Are you a first footer? I'm a first footer. Ask them the simple word of God. Is it that one I'm talking about? I don't know, but all I know be say. There's power. Our man of God carries power. What source of power? He says, in my name, you said, we cast out devils. We did mighty works. We preached. The whole world heard. But I will say to you, I know you not. It is only the end that will reveal the heart of man. By the time the end will come, it will have been late. God expects of you to find the truth for yourself and judge to find out who says the truth. This morning I'm here to provoke you.
and to challenge you as we grow in God. I will preach this same thing for the next 50 years. It will keep being new every day. I won't seek for something new to preach. It can't be exhausted because it's God's word. Let me end with this morning. Someone said, other religions may contain some elements of truth since they are based on the natural knowledge of God and the law. They are fundamentally false since they are built on the error of work righteousness. Every religion believes that to attain righteousness, you must work for it. This teaching that salvation is by faith in Christ alone is called exclusivism. That I will give you some much word, but don't mind those heavy words. It's just theologians that coin it exclusive. It's opposed to the unbiblical teaching of pluralism or liberalism. There are, there, there, there are many ways to heaven, so they say. It can't be just one way. Because they have been plural, they have been liberal. But the world says just one. Sometimes it's, it's, not, it's not fair to my mind, really. How can it be one way? So if everybody in Saudi Arabia that doesn't get saved, are they going to hell? I learned to put my heart aside and stick up outside. If God says so, it is. Let me read down this morning. G.W. Gilmore, 1933, said this. The progress of the study has already compelled a manifestation of earlier estimates of other religions and an increasing gentleness in discussing them. The statement can no longer be made without challenge, even from Christians, that the world outside Christianity is a welter of errors. This is according to Calvin. He said that in quote, the result, an increasing appreciation of the discovery that religion is one in different stages of growth, a growing willingness to grant to all religions' faiths impartial examination and candid recognition of what of whatever excellencies they may possess. That means. Every religion has its own excellency, so let's allow them. Vatican II is a document from Vatican, page 624. It says, now it's titled, Declaration of Relationship of the Church to Non-Christian Religions. The Catholic Church rejects nothing which is true and holy in these religions. She looks with sincere respect upon those ways of conduct and life. Those rules and teachings which, though differing in many particulars from what she holds and sets forth, nevertheless often reflects a ray of that truth which enlightens all men. Upon the Muslims, too, the church looks with esteem. They adore one God, living and enduring merciful. Living and enduring 
That's the God's name. Merciful and all-powerful, maker of heaven and earth, and speaker. Give worship, okay, a speaker to man. Consequently, deprive the moral life and give worship to God, especially through prayer, almsgiving, and fasting means. The Muslims are not bad after all because they give arms, they fast, and they pray. A new catechism. Faith, okay, Catholic faith for adults, 1909. The great civilizations are categorized in general by polytheism. It means the serving of several gods. The mixed with sin, despotism, and licentiousness, and with error such as fatalism, these religions were the way in which millions of men experienced the mystery of God. It means they experienced God's mystery even in their fatalism. And we may be sure that our Lord Jesus Christ, the eternal Lord or Word, was at more in wisdom of these religions through His Holy Spirit, not manifestly as God revealed Him among the Jews, but no doubt really and profoundly. It is not for us to pass precise judgment on the elements of sin or satanic evil which may also be found in these forms of thought. Hinduism and Buddhism sets men hearts on Nirvana. Islam imprisons men in doctrine which does not call God Father. Humanism teaches children not to turn to God. Marxism holds out a future that will never come. There is some corruption and wickedness in all of this. But we must trust the Spirit of God who leaves no human untouched and concentrate on the truth and goodness, goodness where they offer to men. And then they can also be helpful to us. We must trust the, the, the Holy Spirit using their goodness to men. And we looking at the goodness we can get from them. The gleam of truth in another way of life can help Christians to gain a deeper and more vital conviction of Jesus. Now all these things have been done to, to pander to, to not be seen as being extreme, as being accommodating. Though they are fatal in their thinking, yet God might still find a way to reach them without the church. How true can that be? Interfaith relations and the church statement of the National Council of Churches. As Christians, we recognize that Jesus is not central to other religions. For men and women in other communities, the mystery of God takes many forms. Observing this, now hear what I say, the mystery of God takes many forms. 
We cannot say that Christ alone is the mystery of God. This is the council of churches. When you hear about ecumenism, one world religion, it is not today it began. To do that, you must put Christ down. To do that, Christ cannot be supreme. To accommodate this, Jesus cannot be on the same pedestal with man. But this is what the church leaders over the ages have been working on. Sometimes they weave words together that sounds that sounds that sounds that sounds sweet to the ears and the mind and the soul. But the central core of it is a denial of the lordship of Jesus. And the quote that said Paul, what he said in Romans 1:20. Is ever since the creation of the world, God, eternal power, and divine nature, invisible though they are, have been understood and seen through the things God had made. Christians disagree on the nature and the extent of such natural revelation, and it is relation to as it relates to salvation. It means men can be saved by observing nature. That, that, that's how we got the word pantheism. It means it means the nature is God. If you serve nature, you are godly. If I mention the names of popular Christian folks that are of this mindset, you'll be afraid. But they are great theologians and great preachers. Why have I said it this morning to you? These things exist. And they've been what has shaped the faith of Christianity over history. And the people you see today are either of one of these branches of theological thoughts but the singular branch that we should belong to is a branch of the world. The church having fought over history. Things have happened. Vile things in the name of God. But God has kept his truth alive. And if God has made a choice in you before the words were formed, he wants you to know the truth. Start with it. Hold it. And if possibly, die with it. Let us pray. Lord, I spoke the word this morning. I must have been happy. I spoke like you've put in my heart to show your children the audience task ahead of us. Haven't looked back to the things that have happened in times past. But cause it will be your more desire for you. As we go in these teachings and in this study together, let it be your awakening. Let there be hunger for you. Let yokes be broken. Let men be reformed. Let men be rebirthed. Let the confidence of our faith, Lord, work stronger. Let us see your mind and be able to do that which you've put in our heart. 
Thank you, Lord, for men of all that stood for you. That stood their ground in the face of persecution, even unto death. Thank you, because through them, O oh God, your truth has lingered to this time. We bless you, Lord, for a divine providence. We pray this morning, O oh God, that you find us faithful and worthy in our generation to hold on the truth. And hand over the only truth of the world to the next generation. Make us hungry for the truth. And make us contented with the truth. We bless your name, Lord. As we continue this evening in the world. Father, because we are refreshed. We are empowered. Even in you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen. Um, I was going to indulge our teacher because of the teaching tonight. Let's just quickly, okay. I believe we are full this morning. Um, so we can go and rest by 7 p.m. We continue with this. Um, we'll give offering and just take time out to share one another and then we'll go home and rest. God bless you all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Your lecturer and your lecturer says, 
you have not so really learned it. Though you've got the first step, but the second and the third leading to the answer, you didn't get it. So that's why I gave you this score. So in other words, you have not so learned it. So the reason why we are doing this is so that one would say, you have so learned Christ. So you have been established and you are rooted. So regardless of any other teaching that may come again, you won't be moved. You won't be swayed because you are rooted and grounded in the word of God. You understand? As I stand here now, I'm rooted and grounded on this floor. If I ask Derek to push me, oh God, push me to tomorrow, I still didn't agree. If I ask Daniel to push me, I may shake small. But if I ask Brahmati to push me, so we need to be rooted and grounded in the word of God. So that is what this teaching will be doing with us. So I want us to pray this simple prayer. As we prepare again, we will pray it in the morning, we are praying it again now. Just briefly, but from an understanding and from your heart, that Lord, help me to be rooted and grounded in your word. Please bow our heads as we pray that prayer. Just simple prayer. Help me to be rooted and grounded in the word of God. There's no how you speak to God and call God that He will not attend to you. And you seek Him with the whole of your heart. Thank you, righteous Father, this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Let me have a look at one round. We are meeting again this evening, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. I was so pressed to we during the word that I said, no, I must finish this thing. So it was when I started customarily praying, I just went to weep. So you know, I'm trying to say that don't get distracted this spirit. Legitimate reasons will come while you give excuse. Man, I'm hungry, or I'm hungry, let me go and eat quickly and come back. You don't know that time that you are going to hear. Something that God has prepared for you to hear that will change your life forever, you just miss it. As legitimate as you need.
offering for the apostolic offering that we did for our relocation November, first week in November. Yes. So let's be reminded also for that. Hallelujah. Let's rise up to our feet as we give. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much on the death of our hearts this morning for the word that we have Thank you, Lord, for giving it to us. We receive it, O oh God, with thanksgiving in our hearts. And we come over with our offerings. We ask that you accept them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Even as we go today, we go in this might. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.